Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, love. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks, and we'll be talking with Sandra Wood today. She is a multi-passionate and intuitive women's transformation coach, motivational speaker, and author. Drawing upon her 18 years of coaching experience, Sandra has dedicated her work to helping women overcome midlife challenges and reclaim their personal power. She is a relationships expert and specializes in teaching women how to claim better boundaries. Oh, don't we all need to know how to do this? Saying no when we want to say no, saying yes when we want to say yes. She also worked in nonprofit and healthcare sectors where she held leadership roles and successfully managed teams. So welcome. Thank you. That was a mouthful. (laughs) This is our first time meeting and I love doing interviews that I've not, I don't know people. And so I get to actually live in the moment and get to learn about (laughs) you and then do it publicly. So (laughs) I know. (laughs) So tell me a bit about your story embracing your own sacred connection to divine um what you refer to as divine give me all the details and okay oh my gosh I feel like I think we we have more of a relationship with divine as we reflect back right so I think a lot of us are like oh this has been happening my entire life but maybe the awareness isn't there right (laughs) yeah so for me I felt the awareness really came in um, in my like midlife. So when I turned 40, I got diagnosed with breast cancer and, um, I was already kind of in a little bit of a a life review at that time because I was turning 40. Um, and so that just really stopped me in my tracks and really got me reflecting on why am I here? What is this life about? What am I doing? And am I in the right track? And, you know, nothing like looking at mortality, you know, in the mirror and having that, realization that oh I'm not going to be here forever (laughs) you know so So just saying those things that is exactly the type of person that I usually work with is there so what you just said is usually my marketing (laughs) perfect perfect I should have found you then but like uh, I totally get you I totally yeah yeah so and I just like I had a really profound experience where I was standing out my front yard and just kind of looking up and down the street. I think just really having some contemplation of what this all meant. And I felt like the universe or divine something tapped me on the shoulder and just asked me, are you ready? And, you know, I actually really looked around like, what? Um, but I knew what that question was asking me and I did say yes to it. And, and it really, that question was asking me a lot. Yeah. So what was it asking you? It was asking me if I was ready to start living my life for myself and if I was ready to have boundaries. Oh, how did you know that that's what it was asking you? Um, because I just kept digging into what, what am I, what am I ready for? So I just kind of kept asking myself that question and that, I mean, that just came up as my words came up as, as the awareness that was coming into play. And from, from that, 
that drove forth a lot of change, just that moment of time. Um, and, you know, I had been reflecting a lot, you yeah. know, so it wasn't unusual for me to be leaning into what that was. Yeah. Are you ready to, what did you say? I want to, I want to write this down. Are you, are, so the question was, are you ready to change? And so then when I asked, yes, then when I dug into what do I need to change, I need to start living my life for me. And I need to start having boundaries because I was living my life for everybody else. And that was the boundary piece was creating some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that that's, that's the type of, is that what people come to you asking as well? Like they, they may have had that awareness or like, I need to start living life for me, or I need to start having boundaries. Do you find that? I find that quite a bit. I find that quite a bit with women. I still think that it exists for both men and women. And I just think part of it is just that we're not taught any of these things. Um, and so for me to get that kind of divine guidance really created momentum for me to start changing my life. So from there, I had a massive pivot change, left a 20 year marriage, um, and then found myself single parenting my two teen daughters. So that was also like, okay, well, you know, I guess when you say you're ready, you just don't know what that's going to look like, <laughs> you know, and then I, and then I just learned to rely on that wisdom that had showed up for me that, you know, that was really giving me a lot of support. Um, and also that I realized that I had to believe in myself in ways I'd never had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. So how have you, do you use your intuition, your divine guidance in your business or how do you use it in everyday life? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, so for the big period of time, I just went back to work. I had a coaching business years ago when this all happened and then it was a recession. And so I went back into the work and I feel like I just put that to sleep a bit, even though I still use it in relationships with people and in conversations, as far as like really having a daily practice and a daily relationship with the divine, it just kind of, it just kind of took a long nap. Um, and then, you know, when the world changed in 2020, I feel like it woke up again and I found myself going through uh, yoga teacher training and going through Kundalini teacher training. And there's nothing more powerful than going through some sort of process like that, where that just really reactivated it. And it just, it felt like I just then started downloading a lot of information and that intuitive self really just got activated and motivated and, and really I just decided that I was done working for other people and their mission and their purpose that, you know, now I, this is 20 years later from cancer or 18 years later. And it's like, oh, wow, it's time to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, so then, yeah, so it's time to go. It's time. I feel like, how do you know, what were you questioning? Like at each of those crossroads, how did you know you were there? I don't know. I don't know if that's the right question, yeah. but I just, I don't know. Yeah. To me, uh, I think I know, well, I'm just going to go where I think you're going. Um, I, for me, it was just a lack of energy. So I was not having energy for, for just feeling tired a lot. So for me, I just like my body was weighing in on, on the lack of being more on purpose and being more in alignment. And, you know, I spent so many years knowing these were the things I wanted to do, but I could never seem to make time around a nine to five 
kind of job. So for me, quitting working for other people was also me showing up for myself and being able to figure out how do I do all these things that matter to me um, mm-hmm. in a way that is truly igniting and energizing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do you attribute your success to listening to your soul to divine? Yes. And, and, you know, I also, I always knew that when I was, because I've been a coach for 18 years, I always knew that the, what was driving the, the conversations with client and the wisdom that was coming through was more than me, mm-hmm. you know, it was being able to be guided and listening to all the things that were coming in. And I'm very auditory and visual. So I've got like this process of grabbing information and then being curious, which is probably similar to probably how you work as well. Um, And so that piece just really had a lot of energy. And so then really coming back, redesigning and starting my business over that just came in, in full force, you know, a little bit like a fire hose, right? Just, whoa, okay. All right. I'm going to get in tune with this and start working it. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how, how do you receive information? Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, so, yeah, do you know what I mean? yeah. And, and even, um, in thinking about coming on your podcast, I was like, I know, I know she's going to ask that question. <laughs> I love that question because we all receive differently. And I ask yes. because yes. when people work with me, especially if they're just, if there's numerous ways of working with me, but in, in the realm of like, how do I tune into my own divine guidance? And I'm mm-hmm. through the five steps that spirit has given me Okay, is it's allow, ask, receive. And so we would be working together for, let's say 10 weeks and we're, we're, we're wrapping it up and mm-hmm. people are like, but I still don't listen like you. And I'm like, oh, dude, if you not <laughs> call anybody dude, but that's like inside my head. I'm like, I know <laughs> I'm like, it's about you receiving your own divine guidance. And that's one of yes. the things I'm talking about is that we all receive differently. So yes. how do you receive? So I, you know, I, because I coached so long ago that, you know, we didn't have technology and zoom. I did a lot of coaching on the phone. Um, and so I've just learned to listen in a way that has no visual Um, And so it's pen and paper for me. And, you know, I'm maybe grabbing words or, uh, but it really comes in images. So I start to see in images what that, what that client is expressing. And so I, I feel like I'm wandering into their inner landscape and looking around and then sharing some of those insights. And then they give me more information. So it's like, it's a, co-creative experience but it comes kind of in hearing it and then creating it mapping it out on my notes and clients are always like can I have your notes I'm like they won't make any sense to you because this is how I'm receiving I can come back and logically say here's the things that we talked about but those notes won't do anything but when I look back on them I remember the whole sensation of everything that was coming through so for me it comes in in this really interesting visual way but the way I receive it and put it down is on paper so I've got to have a way to kind of map it out yeah yeah Yeah. have has there ever been a time so you're openly talking about this now Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it's been a process Mm -hmm. was there ever a time that you felt I feel like people may say like embarrassed. I don't, I don't ever hear anybody ever say that they feel ashamed, but when they're describing it, that's, that's what I hear is like, 
I'm really ashamed of this. And I'm like, I've never told anybody about this. And you're the only person that I've ever talked about. Like, did you ever have any of those moments that you're like, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, this, but I'm not yeah. telling anybody like, uh, yeah, I definitely had those moments, especially when I was going through all that change in my forties, because nobody had ever heard me speak that way. Um, and so there, I had a lot of testing the waters and can I talk this way? Um, and yeah, there was definitely, and, and, you know, I even had people tell me, I don't know who you are anymore. And, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I'm actually me now. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I definitely have those moments and there's still times where I read the audience, you know, um, to see how far it can go. Right. Yeah, for sure. That. <laughs> I do. I do. Yes. Because some people ask me, Oh, so how did, how did your girls get, get their names? And uh, I first have to like read their energy. And then I'm like, Oh, they, I just got the names. Like I just yeah. really can feel into it. Then I'm like, Oh, assholes. They came into their body. And while they were in, in womb or even Amira, like came three years prior as, as a soul and gave me her name. Like if uh -huh. I really, I'm like, hmm, how much can you handle? Like, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. I know. Cause I feel like, um, part of the, uh, yeah, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but part of it is, is there's, that there is a way that I feel like I show up in the world and very, I'm very grounded and very practical and very logical. Um, <laughs> and I think that all, that makes it easier for people to then receive the information that comes through. Cause people are like, I've never heard that before, or that it actually is a truth they already know. Um, but now you're normalizing it by bringing it into a conversation that way. So I always feel like, you know, people don't really know what they're getting into because it looks <laughs> like this. Certain way. Yes. Because and that, uh, I have a good friend, Michelle, and she's like, Sarah, you're the most practical, strategic, mm -hmm. intuitive. I know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And you know, most recently uh, along the lines of releasing the shame around your spiritual gifts or, or whatever we want to call that most recently for myself, I've been, I mean, I've been adamant. I've made lots of great money from teaching spiritual people how to be professional and professional people, how to be spiritual because I am both of them. And most recently, I haven't even said it on the show or anywhere, no lives or anything, but most recently I just was like, what if I just don't talk about business anymore. Uh, I just fully step into the divine channel. Like uh, is there any part of me that would be like, would I feel, Oh, like I'm going to miss that. Or would I feel a sense of relief? Yeah. And, and it, I think we all go through a spectrum of how far we're willing to go in our spirituality some uh -huh. like love some people that I follow on on um on Instagram that are totally embodied yeah. by the yes. divinity I yeah. am like not quite there but I'm gonna follow you because you're really inspiring like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I love that I love that I and I think we also need to put like outrageous things in front of us so that we can stretch to that. Because if, I think if we don't, then we just stay it. Well, it's just too boring for yeah. me. It is, and I might be told, I might be the outrageous level for some. You know? Right. Exactly. And, you know, for me, you're like, oh yeah, you're, you know, we're, it's not, too, it's not too much, you no. know? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you been told you're too much? 
Oh, yes. I used to feel I was too much all the time. And now I don't give a F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even, like, I'm five nine and I've been five nine. Oh, yeah. Since yeah. I was like nine, 10, 11 ish. Oh, my God. So I. I have a nine year, I've got a nine and a half year old now who's like five, two, and she's the tallest in wow. her class. Okay. Yet I'm like, oh, wow. I was even seven inches taller than, oh I mean, my gosh. Like, wow. but I was made to stand out, but I was always too much. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I wonder if anybody else who mm -hmm. uh, who's listening feels that way. Like maybe they're, you're born, <laughs> you're created mm -hmm. to yes. stand out in some way. Yeah. And just naturally you yeah. stand out in some way. Yeah. I don't know what feature, what, but, but I mean, people have told me my whole life, you talk too loud, you belch too loud, you fart too loud, you walk too loud. You, you're too tall. You're too beautiful. You're too skinny. You're too fat. Uh, I mean, yeah. just, you're too oh, everything. I'm uh -huh. like, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Like, I think, yeah. It's almost heart wrenching. Like it for for us who are empathic, who are mm -hmm. compassionate, and yes. someone tells us, "I just don't even know you anymore." I really liked you better when you drank. I really liked yeah. you better when you were a partier. I that was just some some things that I heard. Yes, and I'm like, I'm still fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's too bad for you. Yeah, that's too bad that you have a uh. Well, to me, it's just all lower vibe energy stuff. Yeah. So. But it's okay. still, sometimes it still hurts. So I think sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes those who, who, if you're, if you're listening and you're like, Ooh, trying to dip your toe into your own spiritual gifts, being yeah. concerned about what others think and how yes. else that they're going to think of you can also yeah. stop you. I mean, I know it did for me for years, yeah. but. I, absolutely. And I also think there are some people that will go along the ride with you as well. And I think sometimes we think everyone's going to bail and not everyone does bail. So sometimes that's helpful too, just to kind of like, you know, I, I think sometimes dipping a toe is a great place to start, but then just really owning it. I mean, to me, that's, that's the beauty in it because then you're not so worried anymore. Yeah. When did you come out of the spiritual closet? If, if I so, um, you know, I came out of the spiritual closet probably in, I would say very more distinctly in like 2012. Um, and it, part of it is I started working with a, I started working with a channel, a, a woman who I'd worked in nonprofit with, who was like, you know, getting all kinds of, uh, transformations happening. And I just went into a program with her for a year. And then at that point, it's like, okay, now I'm having readings and I've got a spirit guide who has a name and, it, you know, and so I just, <laughs> you know, it was like, Hey, I got a 30 foot giant, uh, giants, uh, guide. Um, and his name's Levi. And, you know, he's here to tell me these things. I just started talking to people about it. <laughs> so <laughs> And I've added into social media because it's like I'm not hiding this stuff, you know. Oh my god, and, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. So I'd say that was really when, and you know, I I you know I left a 20 year marriage, but also then started a relationship with with someone who is also very similar, and you know I think also I watched him in 2020 decide that it was just time to fly his flag, you know. So you know I think we all have our times where we just decide we're comfortable and we don't care. And, and then it's just amazing, like what shows up for us that it really is more, I believe it's just much more support because now our team is saying, yes, go, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. 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 
And for those who are listening, also know that it doesn't mean like at a certain age. Yeah, that's true. I, because oh, yeah. that is what I, I people say, because I'm, I quote unquote woke up and things younger. And so I heard that a lot, like, oh, it's just because you're young or is it just wait till you're oh. older. And I'm like, no, like, I oh. like, no. like, so whenever you feel yeah. the nudge to dip your toe in, to step into, right. to understand whatever it is that you're being led to understand, it doesn't yes. have to, you don't have to wait till a certain age because sometimes oh. I think that that's publicized like a yes. lot. For that oh, young when you get into your, when you're 63, you no longer give a <laughs> shit about anything. So then I'm, I'm like, how you can do that at 43? Like it's totally Yeah, crazy. or 23. Or I mean, 23. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just think, yeah, we don't, there, there's, there should be no ageism in any of this piece. We all have the ability to be tuned into ourselves and what that looks like for ourselves. So I, yeah, I love working with all ages um, because it, it just proves that case there that it doesn't, you don't have to be on the planet for a long time. I asked my nine and a half year old, I was like, do you want to know why you, why your soul is here? Cause I can, I can tap in and I can tell you. And she's like, mommy, I'm too young to know these things. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're not. She's like, uh-huh. I'm not ready. <laughs> and I'm like, I, love I'm love like, that. I said, yeah. okay. So that goes back to what we were just talking about. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you're ready. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I also think that like, if you have, if you are in that, on that path and you do have children, what a lovely thing, because then you can be aware and be available for those conversations. Um, you know, and I tried to hide, like I, who was it 2019 2020 somewhere around that okay I, I i was still in the mindset of i need to compartmentalize my soul oh. and, and when i could be my soul like when oh, i wow. when i'm in the office and i'm channeling then it's safe for me to be my soul okay but in with my children i needed to be mother with my husband i needed to be wife and wow. i had a coach who was supposedly helping me put together a group program <laughs> and okay. that's that's initially why I hired her and, oh, okay. and she's like do you have an awareness that you can be your soul in every aspect of your life and I was like said what <laughs> I was like uh I don't know and she's like I'm thinking that's actually why your husband chose you and that's why you guys came together and I'm thinking that that's why your children chose you was because your soul, not because of your mothering abilities. <laughs> you know? Oh, I love that. that really non-existent because I don't know yes. what I was doing as a mother. And, and I was like, oh, and so yeah. I just started sharing, you know, uh-huh. I mean, like, well, like things that I would tell my daughter, she would come home from school with the concern. I was like, hey, like Don Miguel's nothing that anybody ever does has anything to do with do with you don't take it personal and that like has helped her or certain tools that I use I share with her versus I never thought about doing that before (laughs) I'm like oh so in case anybody's listening and you're like can I really be my soul in any aspect can I really be me yes you can be you Yes. In every area of yeah. life. Because yeah, that's actually what my children wanted. How about yours? How, like, what would I, I? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, that my, the daughter that I'm in business now, she always jokes because she was a teenager when I was going through all this stuff. And she, she, she will tell people, I thought my mom was crazy. But now she laughs because she's like, this is, 
I get all of it. I mean, like I'm, I'm crazy too, you know, so it's just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, definitely having conversations with my kids about that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're different in their openness for that. And that's totally, I totally honor that, but I did want to come back and say probably one of the most profound things I heard was that we're souls, not roles. And if yes. you're living a life of just roles, then that's where this becomes difficult. But if you embrace, I'm a soul and I have a lot of roles, um, and I can choose to be led by soul through all of these interactions. And it's a better way to frame it than over here. I'm mom over here. I'm, you know, whatever those roles yes. are. So yes. I see you. Smiling. <laughs> I am smiling because I was chatting with divine mm-hmm. probably at the beginning of this year. And sometimes it like, so I know that clarity is in the question. So a lot of times we get hung up on what questions we need to ask to get the clarity and we aren't asking the right questions. So we're not getting the clarity we want. So yes. I, I started one conversation with divine around, um, so what questions do I need to ask to get this clarity? And out came, ask who, who would you be without all these roles? Well, I was was voice texting Uh and it came out, not roles as in R-O-L-E-F. It came out as (laughs) R-O-L-L-S. I started laughing because I'm like, well, I do need to release weight too. So who would I be? (laughs) I didn't have my roles. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I'm laughing. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. We, we, and you know, we are more than our roles. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a body. (laughs) Oh my God. So tell me a bit about how you got into business with your daughter. Yeah. So, you know, I always, I always, again, I felt, uh, I felt the information come in about five or six years ago of working with my daughter, but it didn't make sense at the time. Cause I wasn't even working for myself at that time, but I just had a knowing of it. And I, you know, one of the things I love about life is the, the serendipity of time, you know, how, if you could look back five years or 10 years and see yourself where you are now, like how that, how that is to me, such a magical thing. So for me to look back on my life with, cause I have two daughters and they're both amazing, but to look back on where my daughter was like 10 years ago, she was, she was in a school in Boulder, Colorado called Naropa university. And this is a school that is, uh, that has Buddhism and mindfulness and yoga. And it really, uh, was a whole c- cool education. And her and I manifested that because she's like, mom, I don't want to go to traditional school. I don't want to do life like everyone else. So that happened. And to me, that piece started where we are now. So I, I just love looking at time in, in those ways. And so uh, just like this spring, you know, she was helping me with my business, doing virtual stuff and, you know, uh, just helping me. And one day she just came to me and said, I'm done with this job. And I said, okay, let's go. And so basically in like two weeks, we built our business and I was already running my business, but adding her into it, we kind of redefined it and started working our skills together. Um, And it's been amazing. I would not know my daughter on the level that I know her now, if we hadn't been doing this because we are doing divine work together. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really so nice to have a partner in it and a partner who loves me, who gets me, you know, who can call me out on, you know, the areas where, you know, she just knows me so well, <laughs> like, uh, mom, stop that. You know? 
Oh my, so what do you guys do together then? Yeah, so what we're doing together is um, we are working with we, what we understand. And I mean, we've worked with different populations, but what we're really dialing in is helping women, uh, entrepreneur, business owners who have the hardest time balancing business and life. And it's like, they feel like they have two separate buckets and we're really helping women understand that it is all one and so you can have an aligned life where your business is running, your personal life is, but they, there's not a separation between the two. And what we see with a lot of women that we work with is that they don't have enough self-awareness or self-perception. Um, and then, so that would be coming out as not being confident, not, you know, really understanding what their true strengths and gifts are. Um, you know, or their design. So we could look at human design in that piece too. And then also they don't have systems at work. Um, so often we are using systems somebody told us to use, or we're trying to work a masculine system when we're female entrepreneurs. So we're really trying to bring the, the feminine into it. Mm -hmm. And then there's just the piece of where, what are, what are your values? Where are you, where do you want this to be? What's your sole purpose? So we're really taking that all in with the business and the life aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And finding alignment. And so that women then can have impact and then they can keep listening to the guidance that they're getting and not believing this external message of that that's not worthy or you can't make money doing that mm -hmm. because it's just not true <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there yeah. was a coach that I hired once when I was questioning whether channeling and spiritual business could make money and he says Sarah if goat yoga can make it <laughs> anything. I'm pretty sure than anything <laughs> yes <laughs> and I was like got it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So one last question is the, I think you, you touched upon it, but if you could highlight it again, just the challenges that, that you see that women have in their businesses is oh, yeah. it the feminine. I think I, I know for me personally, I, when I came back out to become a coach, I hired a very masculine package of how to put my coaching together. And I kept trying to work it and was going against my nature. So mm -hmm. I feel like some of the, some of the things that women are trying to do is use that very old model of here's, here's what you need to do in order to get sales. And I just believe that we're so uniquely designed that we have to take into account the human that is trying to do that. So, I mean, we work with women that are like, I'm not into social media. I'm not into that. We're like, okay, then let's build your business differently. And they're like, what, you know, because the message is you have to do it this way. And our, you know, I just feel like women need to be supported that no, we'll find your way. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. so much so. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, yeah. I was yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> um, and I just think that women are supported, you know, they don't have somebody who's sitting and walking through their individual unique way of how they're trying to do their business. So I think we just see a lot of women that are overwhelmed or burned out or just unsure how to pivot. Um, and then because, you know, you introduced me as the, I call myself the boundary management, badass queen, mm -hmm. um, boundaries, if women don't have boundaries or non-negotiables in their business, then they're doing things that they don't need to be doing and they're losing energy. So mm -hmm. I'd say those are some of the aspects of what challenges we see with women. And it really, honestly, it's because we've had those personal experiences that we know that so well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you have any final advice for us? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I always just have the, I always just have the, I always want to re- reiterate to women that it's never too late to change. Um, and it's never too late to pivot. You may have decided this is how my life is supposed to be. And I'm just going to say bullshit. I hope it is okay to swear on your podcast. You're fine. <laughs> Um, you know, just, and, and that we have unique ways to live. So be, be curious about you. Um, because a lot of us are just living lives the way we think we should live or the way we've been conditioned to live. Um, and if you start taking into account what your sole purpose is here, then it sort of eliminates all that noise. So I just love to always reiterate, it's never too late and that you have to pivot from this place, from a place of self-love. Um, if you're trying to be something because you think you should be, it's not a compassionate place. And I don't think true change can come for women um, or for anyone if there isn't self-compassion for the self. And there aren't practices that you do on a daily basis that demonstrate that to yourself. You can say, oh, I love myself. But it's like, well, how? How does that show up in your life? So mm-hmm. I think those would be my words of wisdom for the day. Yes. Yeah. You might love yourself, but how does it show up in your life if you truly yeah. do? And yeah. is up in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can say it to yourself, but you have to demonstrate it and it has to be a part of your, your everyday life. And if you're struggling in business, are you even being loving to yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you being super hard on yourself for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is the best way to connect with you? Best way to connect is just to find uh, our website. It's sandrawood.coach easy. It's also easy to find us in, in the gram and in Facebook at Sandra Wood coach and Julie Jones coach. So we're there. Um, those are easy ways to, to find us. We've got a lot of free webinars, all kinds of options, just so you can dabble. And then we have a podcast called uncover your true purpose. That's going to be rebranded because we are always changing, (laughs) but you can, you can find all the ways to connect. (laughs) I understand is all that I'm going to say. Yes, I know. Well, I love the name of yours. So it's, it's, yeah, it's awesome. I love floating on a cloud. It's perfect. (laughs) All divine gave it to me. I, the, the whole podcast is, it is all divine. So like, I will keep going as long as people keep showing up. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> it was divines, and it will be, and I because I the next yeah, yeah. I until the next download. <laughs> yes, to the next download. All right, thank you so much. Right, thank you. All, All right. right, have a great day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.